gather around on this winter morning, gather with your coffee or cocoa or juice, gather in your best clothes or your walking clothes or your pajamas. Whether this day is a special one for you or just another Sunday, gather with your people. We're glad that you're here. I'm Reverend Bob LaValle, and I'm so happy to be joined with Reverend Angela and our music director, Susan Peck, and the Chalice Choir. So this service is entirely pre-recorded, which allows us to give the tech team this special Sunday off. It's especially nice because all of us did two services last night on Christmas Eve. <clears throat> However, just because this is pre-recorded doesn't mean that the community is not engaged. I'm on this service in person, and we'll all be able to connect in real time in the chat, just as always. We have two quick announcements. The first is that the church will be closed from tomorrow through Saturday. The entire staff has the week off. Well deserved. The second is that the service next Sunday on New Year's Day will be only on Zoom and only at 11 a.m. 11 a.m., who who's going to need to sleep in that morning? However, if you want to gather with other folks from the congregation on New Year's Day, there will be an in-person watch party happening in the social hall at the church that day. The doors for that open at 1030, and there will be coffee and cocoa. So you can have your choice at home or in the social hall. And I want to say a big thank you to Catherine Fernside and Kristen Satterley and Arnie Golarud, who are leading that New Year's service. They've done it in the past, and it's always wonderful. Our intern minister, Kristen Famua, will now lead us in lighting our chalices. If you have a chalice or candle set up, please join us as we light our congregational chalice. May the sparkling light of this flame warm our hearts with joyous love for the miracle of life, for the gifts of sacred community, for this new day emerging from a special starlit night May the sparkling light of this flame bring a holy peace within us.
Merry Christmas, UUs. What a blessing it is to be together here in our virtual sanctuary this morning. What is it, Carl? What? We're in the real sanctuary? <laughs> well, I guess in a way we're in two real sanctuaries. One physical, one virtual. Got it? You want to know if this is real or virtual Christmas? Well, Carl, I think that you are missing my point, but this is real Christmas. Yes, this is real Christmas. What? Oh. Where has he gone to? He's just, okay. oh, what, Carl, wait, what is this? Is this your stocking? Oh, what the heck? Oh my gosh, look at, look at this thing. <laughs> Where does it end? This thing is, as, it's like about as tall as I am. Carl, you know, we're, Carl, we're supposed to be introducing joys and concerns right now, not pulling up the world's largest, greediest coyote stocking, okay? <laughs> you, you want real presents since this is real Christmas? Oh, jeesh, Carl. I'm sure that you found that stocking full of lots of bones when you woke up this morning, didn't you? Didn't you already find it full? Yes, yes, not yes. That's what I thought. Okay, C Carl, right now, our presence, as in being here, our presence is the present, okay? Don't you like to give the gift of your presence? Yeah. Okay, not as much as he likes to receive gifts, I think, but <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, Carl. Oh, gross. <laughs> Carl, you licked me. That is not the kind of presence I was talking about. That was way more presence than I wanted. Ew, return to sender. Ew, gross. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, we, we better get on with this. You know what they say. A joy shared is doubled, while a sorrow shared is halved. We invite you to write your joys and concerns in the chat box now. And if for some reason you're not able to, we invite you to reach out to the care team at caring at uuabq.org. Aww.
All these we lift up to the great powers of healing and renewal known by many names. Let's join our hearts in prayer. On this 25th day of December, a day celebrated as Christmas by some, we lift up the many ways that we experience this holiday. Some of us dread Christmas when our loneliness or grief are felt much more keenly. May they find comfort and companionship. Some of us find Christmas frustrating when it is complicated by physical or economic limitations. May they know healing and abundance. Some of us will be relieved when the holidays are over, perhaps because it's not their cultural background, or it reminds them of a religion that treated them poorly. May they receive understanding and empathy from the dominant culture. Some of us receive this day with joy, connecting to families, both biological and chosen, with feasts and warmth and light, and may they continue to find beauty and community. Wherever we find ourselves, may we all be held in the heart of love. Peace be with you. Las Posadas, a religious festival which celebrates Mary and Joseph seeking shelter in Bethlehem on Christmas Eve, stems from the words Las Posadas, meaning the inns. The tradition began in Mexico in the year 1586 and eventually spread to the American Southwest. In Santa Fe, New Mexico, where this story takes place, luminarias or farolitos line the edge of the plaza in the historic district of the city. These light the way for Mary, Joseph, and the procession of candle bearers and others singing traditional Spanish songs. Along the way, the couple representing Mary and Joseph knock on doors, five in all, and sing the same song each time, asking to be let in. Each time, a devil appears and sings his song, trying to keep them out. Everyone gathered in the plaza boos the devil, and the procession moves around the plaza until they reach the palace of the governors. There, the gates are thrown open to the courtyard, where everyone gathers and celebrates the birth of the baby Jesus. Our last few pageants have been different versions of the Las Posadas play. Today, I'd like to share this story with you, The Night of Las Posadas by Tommy De Paola. If you remember our pageants, see if you notice the differences in this story. Here is the little village of Santa Cruz and its church. The village is high up in the mountains above Santa Fe, just to the north of us here. All the people in the village have been preparing for weeks. Sister Angie has organized this tradition for many years. They're preparing for Las Posadas, reenacting Mary and Joseph's search for shelter on the night Jesus was born. Sister Angie was so proud, her niece Lupe and Lupe's new husband, Roberto, had been chosen to portray Maria and Jose. It was she who trained the singers who followed Maria and Jose as they made their way around the plaza 
in Old Santa Fe, and finally into the courtyard of the Palace of Governors, where the empty manger waited for the birth of the Holy Child. Now, Sister Angie said, speaking to the two men who would play the devils, here's a picture of what your faces are going to look like. She wanted to make sure they knew how to paint their faces red with black eyebrows and beards, and that their red satin costumes were just right, especially the red capes and head caps with pointy horns. The devil would snarl and hiss as he tried to keep Maria and Jose from finding shelter. The plaza was so big that two devils were needed to rush from balcony to balcony without being seen by the crowd. Sister Angie always made the costumes for Maria and Jose herself. Blue and white for Maria, brown for Jose. Stand still, she told Roberto. Lupe, I hope he isn't as fidgety at home. Oh no, Tia Angie, he's just nervous about being Jose. Ah well, Sister Angie said. Let's just go to the church and look at Maria and Jose. They will give you inspiration, Roberto. Miguel Ovideo, the Santero maker, had made a beautiful carving of Maria and Jose for the Golden Jubilee of Sister Angie the year before, 50 years as a sister. Father Vasquez had put the carving in a place of honor in the church. As Christmas drew near, it was moved near the altar rail. They stood looking up at Maria and Jose on their way to Bethlehem. Just think of the carving and try to look like them, Sister Angie told them. I will, promised Roberto. At least we don't have to worry about a burrow. Las Posadas didn't have a burrow in the procession. Maria and Jose walked. The burrow had only made problems, so they had stopped using one years ago. Finally, it was the night of Las Posadas, and Sister Angie came down with the flu. There is no way you can go tonight, the doctor told her, walking in all that cold weather, and they say that snow is coming. They will just have to get along without you this year. For the first time, Sister Angie would not be at Las Posadas. Don't worry, Tia, Lupe told her. We will make you proud this evening. In the streets leading to the plaza, men were busy putting farolitos in place. They would be lit as soon as it got dark. Wood for the bonfire was stacked in the courtyard just off the plaza, ready to be set ablaze when Maria and Jose entered. Well, one of the men said, it looks as if it will be a white Christmas. Snow is on the way. Even as he spoke, flakes drifted down. But a little snow never stops Las Posadas. Up in the village, the singers, the candle bearers, and the devils piled into their cars. They wanted to get down the mountain before the snow, which was beginning to fall heavily. Do you have the music? Where's my guitar? Wait, I forgot my gloves and earmuffs. I'm so nervous. It's a good thing you're not Maria. You'd faint. Me, me, me. I hope my voice is loud enough. I've never sung the devil before. It was the same every year. 
Sister Angie looked out of her window. Yes, she wiped away a tear as she saw Roberto's old pickup truck pull up outside. Lupe and Roberto got out and rang the doorbell. They wanted Sister Angie to see them in their costumes. Ah, Maria and Jose, you look wonderful. If I had my way, I'd offer you shelter right here. Now, give me a kiss and be off. Roberto and Lupe were the last to leave the village. Roberto's pickup had been acting up lately, and the deep snow didn't help. A sudden skid, and the motor died. What to do? I'll walk ahead and see if I can get some help, Robert to Roberto told Lupe. Wrap up, and I'll be back before you know it. Down in the town, everyone had gathered. The snow had tapered off and was falling gently. The farolitos were lit. The plaza looked magical. Where are Lupe and Roberto, Father Vasquez asked. It's almost time to start. The guitars were tuned, the horn player had warmed up, the singers were ready. Even the devils were ready. But no Roberto and Lupe. And everyone knows you can't have Las Posadas without Maria and Jose. Suddenly, down the street came a young couple. The man was leading a burro, carrying a young woman. We are friends of Sister Angie, the man said. Roberto and Lupe are stuck in the snow on the mountain road, so we have to come to take their place. We know what to do, and we thought our burrow could be in the procession, too. My wife is going to have a baby, and it would be better for her to ride. Let's go, then, said Vas Father Vasquez gratefully. The candle-bearers led the way, followed by Maria and Jose. The musicians followed, and then came the singers. Out into the plaza they went. Everyone knew their part, even the burrow. They stopped at the first door. Oh, let the holy couple in. Give them shelter. Let Maria rest so that the holy child can be born, they sang. Jose knocked at the door with his staff. Maria looked down from the burrow and smiled sweetly. But the devil appeared. No, no, don't let them in, he sang out. Look at them, how poor, how wretched. They have no money. The crowd booed and shouted. The procession moved on, knocking on one door after another. Sometimes the devil popped out at them, and the crowd booed even louder. And sometimes they knocked, and no one answered. It was one of the most beautiful Las Posadas ever held. Even the young woman playing Maria was about to be a mother, just like the mother of the holy child. Perfect. They reached the gates to the courtyard. Once more they sang, asking to be let in. This time, no devil. The gates opened wide, the bonfire blazed, and everyone rushed in. A little pushing and shoving, but that was all right. Everyone wanted to be near the manger. Well, you certainly saved Las Posadas, Father Vasquez said. 
turning to thank the young couple who had taken Lupe and Roberto's place, but they were nowhere to be seen. Maybe they didn't know that they were to sit in the special place near the empty manger. Father Vasquez, we are so sorry to be late. It was Lupe and Roberto calling out as they rushed into the courtyard. Did we ruin everything? No, no, Father Vasquez said. Sister Angie's friends were here. They led the procession, but now I can't find them. Go quickly and sit by the manger. What friends? Lupe whispered to Roberto. Sister Angie woke with a start. Las Posadas would be over. Everyone would be having their hot chocolate and cookies. The villagers would be back in an hour or two. I hope Lupe and Roberto did well, she thought. Sister Angie was feeling so much better. She looked out the window. The snow had almost stopped. Drifts covered the rooftops and the street below. I'll just go over to the church and light a candle, she said to herself. She bundled up and put the key to the church in her pocket. Sister Angie crossed the street and stood in front of the church. Footprints in the snow on the steps led up to the door. She didn't think too much of it. Maybe some touristas. They came at all hours expecting the church to be open. Inside, the church was dark, except for the candle burning in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I'll light a candle in front of the carving, she said. She took an unlit candle and struck a match. The candle flared up and settled into a steady glow. Sister Angie knelt and placed her candle in front of the carving. Oh, Maria, oh, Jose, she prayed, eyes closed. My heart will always be open to you so that the Holy Child will have a place to be born. Sister Angie opened her eyes. There, in front of her, she saw wet footprints leading to the carving. She looked up. The cloaks of Maria and Jose were covered in fresh snow. In this church, we teach that every night a child is born is a holy night. Every child, any child who comes into the world might just be the one whose love and wisdom will light up our lives. And because children are born every night, all full of beauty and potential and hope, that means that our world is holy and every moment is precious. Everyone has inherent worth and dignity beginning right at birth. We celebrate this on Christmas Eve and for every night of the year. Here we come, a caroling, a humbling so mean. 
we will collect the offering, a ritual of generosity that allows us to live out our mission in the world through partnerships in our community. Our Change for the Future recipient for December, January, and February is Street Safe New Mexico, a small, all-volunteer-run organization that provides essential services to women trafficked in the sex trade, many at the same time unhoused or in need of mental health or other care. Donations and envelopes marked CFF will go to this essential work for people living in our city whose safety and well-being is never a given. By sending a donation to the church and marking the envelope or memo line for Change for the Future, or you can give online and select Change for the Future when prompted, we will now receive our Christmas offering. Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, how lovely are thy branches. Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, how lovely are thy branches. Not only green when summer glows, but in the winter when it snows. What is generously given is received with gratitude. Thank you on behalf of First Unitarian and Street Safe New Mexico. And let's take a moment to show gratitude for each other. If you're comfortable with it, please turn on your camera and switch to gallery mode. Place one hand on your heart and with the other, reach out towards our community. 
Blessed be. And now I invite you to extinguish your chalices as I say, go in peace, practice radical love. May they be joy in the world. Welcome. I'm the Christmas search engine, and I can help you find anything related to DIY Christmas decorations. Oh, okay. Um, let's jump right in. Here we go. <laughs> what date Christmas this year? Uh, December 25th. What date Christmas next year? December 25th. Song that goes. I think I know what you're looking for. How cook ham? Okay. How cook ham fast? Uh... Oh, ham flamethrower recipe. Wait, what? Christmas present mom. Nice. Cheap. Nice. What day Christmas 2035? Are you serious? Is Santa Claus real? Uh, you should maybe ask your parents about that. Gift wrap bowling ball. Please be careful. Custom dog Christmas. Sorry, what? Christmas dog custom cute. Oh, you mean costume? Christmas dog costume cute! Gift wrap accordion. Uh, that's gonna be tricky. Can I drink expired eggnog? No. What happens if drank expired eggnog? Why'd you even ask me in the first place? Dealing with relatives. Okay. Dealing with nosy relatives. Oh, uh, well. Dealing with my nosy, overbearing relatives who won't stay out of my business. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty much all the same stuff. <laughs> Gift wrap a saddle. Who are you buying this stuff for? Santa Claus riding a unicorn. Santa Claus riding a unicorn socks. Is that a thing? Search it up. Oh wow, here they are. Take my money. Norwegian tree skirts. How many lights, one outlet? Elf pajamas. Dog singing Christmas carols. 